guys, my name is Cheryl Burns, and I am Sierra Tribble, 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 and this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the the podcast. Hey guys. Hey everyone. What's going on? It's episode 21. You... Yeah. I'm right, right? You are right, sis. I'm so excited. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm so, proud of you. so, 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 so excited. Should we introduce our guests first? No, we. I guess we should introduce ourselves. Yeah, first. we could do that first. I'm Sierra T. And I'm your girl, Sherelle B. And this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. We're starting off our uh, Black Men's Health Month. That, yeah. Is that right? That's Just Men's Health Month. Men's Health Month. Well, we yeah. don't make it Black Men's Health Month. True. That's what we do around here. I hear that. Um, so our first guest, I will let him introduce himself. Okay. Yeah. My name is Curtis Walls, uh, native of Charlotte, North Carolina. Went to uh, the A&T in hey, Greensboro, hey, Aggie Pride. Aggie hey. Pride. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, post-college, you know, I've uh, done a couple of things. And, um, you know, I definitely have always tried to stay fit and been in the sports or, um, arena uh, from a sports performance side of things. And, uh, you know, just trying to. Stay healthy, fit, you know, become the man that I ultimately want to be. I know that's right. That's you what's know? up. We're so happy to have you here. So uh, do you mind being a part of our wrap-up, our warm-up for a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm on y'all time. Okay, cool, All right. cool, cool. We're going to jump right into it. Okay. You know, we real brass tacks around here. <laughs> <laughs> so the first topic we had today was... Uh, Alice Johnson. I think her name is Alice Marie Johnson. Yes. She, Kim, Kim Kardashian had went to the White House to visit President Trump to get her um, Oh, I heard about par- that. Pardon. Yeah. Well, it actually got clemency today. Was yeah. it today? Yeah. 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 So Which was real quick. I, I am really surprised, actually. Yeah. Are you really? No. I mean, I am because I didn't think it was going to happen. I just kind of thought like it was like her visiting the, tr- the White House was kind of like a a fluffy yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess like I'm kind of happy that it happened because I feel like Kim Kardashian has a lot to say. It's like in your face because everybody was coming for her about, mm-hmm. you know, people were like, well, there's been a lot of people fighting for it and nothing has happened and here comes Kim Kardashian and I'm like, Y'all complain about her not doing anything, but right. showing up her body, right. and yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Now she's doing something productive and helping somebody else, and now y'all mad. Yeah. Like that's hey. how I feel about Trump too, you know, mm-hmm. because it was it was big on him to move in an urgent manner with it. You know what I mean? Because sure. it's really not a hard case to to, especially in today's society, how we look at those type of crimes, right? It's really easy for somebody to say, "Hey, this is wrong," and then fix it. You know right. what I mean? So, and then who's the best to do it? The, the freaking president, right? Exactly. So, um, of course, you know. Well, I'm not going to say, of course, you know, uh, I disagree with a lot of things that he does. Right. But, mm-hmm. hey, you got to acknowledge the small wins. You got yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I, let me like be clear. Like, I think it's great that it happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah very, very yeah. awesome for Alice Johnson. I just really was scared. I was skeptical. Right. Personally. Which is yeah. fair. You Which know? is fair. Right. Right. You know, because you know, I'm like, I'm just not so used to seeing Kim Kardashian or the, Kash- or the Kardashians doing anything in that type of light where yeah, it's true. helpful towards other people. Right. So I'm I'm really surprised. That's a win. It's the beauty of life, though. That uh, <laughs> just the uh, the the concept of progression, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's the beauty of it. Yeah, I think. I, good. I mean, she said she's gonna do this like every year. Yeah. So <laughs> keep I'm, it going. I know. I'm ready to see who's, yeah. who's keep going. Be the next person. So right. we'll, we shall see. What yeah. we got next? <sighs> so. I'm a I'm an avid Miss America, Miss USA pageant watcher. I've been watching them for years since that's just been a thing in my house. So the other day, they decided to do a shake up with Miss America. Mm-hmm. Um they're taking away the bikini competition yeah. of the pageant. And I'm like I have a question. What's your question? Is 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 it still under Trump's name? No. Not not really. There's <laughs> there's some, you know, like he's running it, but not really. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, they were so people were like, oh, that's a good thing because basically the shakeup is because they want to um they want to make this about woman empowerment and I guess women can't be empowered when they're showing off their bodies and things like that. So I'm like I'm just upset about it because I'm like, I don't get what woman empowerment has to do with you taking away um I guess the consistency of the pageant. And now you're not calling it a pageant, you're calling it competition. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of a you know, if you're trying to promote women empowerment, then you want to call it a competition. Right. You know, I, I don't really think that goes. You know what I'm saying? 
women are we're already competing against right. each other no, every day. That's a, that's a great point. So for you to say, yeah. you know, we want to promote women empowerment. So you know, we don't want you to share your bodies, but we want you. We still want you to compete. So it's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I don't get yeah. it. Like, what's the yeah. you know? I actually, this is also another thing that's surprising to me because I always look at the Miss America pageant as something. I'm sorry, competition is that what's called now? No, it's a pageant. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> the Miss America pageant. <laughs> I always look at it as like rather conservative for some reason, especially because mm. like when the uh, when they have to go up and say that you know. They ask, they ask the questions and the you know you have to be politically correct and whatnot. You have yeah. to say the right answer or whatnot. I always figured it was a little bit stuffy and tight. So I'm actually surprised that they are. I mean, I'm su- I'm surprised that it took them so long to remove the, the the bikini contest. To be quite honest with you. So the shakeup is you know who is now in charge of the Miss America pa- uh, pageant? Is this Steve Harvey? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> no, that wasn't. <laughs> No, he handles Miss Universe. Oh, okay. I, don't, I mean, he got like a five-year contract. I don't know. But anyway, um, the Gretchen, what's her name? Gretchen Carlo? I don't know. Gretchen, okay, so she was part of the Me Too movement. She was the one that pretty much got the head of Fox News fired. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? And now she's oh. over the Miss America pageant. So now she has this whole thing, woman empowerment. And I'm just, so as soon as I found out that she was over, I was like... This is interesting now. And it starts. So yeah. I'm just kind of, I'm just annoyed. So I'm I'm still going to watch it. It comes out in September. I'm still going to watch it. But I'm really curious to see what they're going to replace the bikini yeah, competition. That's my, that's my question. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it, cause it can be, be, be dope, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. it also, I think, will be advantageous to our beautiful black women, mm-hmm. right? That's true. Because we're more curvy than, than the average woman that we think of yeah. Yeah. in the bikinis. You know that's I mean? true. Do yeah, they, that's true. Do so. they usually have like a talent portion? And I don't watch any. Of that's Miss. That's Miss USA. See, I'm getting them all. Miss USA has a talent portion. <laughs> she done said the universe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm. I'm like, yo, those those, those those were different. Uh, I didn't even know that those yeah, were different. Don't I don't even understand why the difference between Miss USA and Miss America. I was about to ask right. You that. I was um, just about to ask you that. I have no idea, but it's just another money maker. Yeah, yeah. facts. Like yeah. it's just Miss USA does a talent portion, and you will be surprised at the talents that some of these women. Some of them are. Absolutely, it's incredible. But I think what was it two years ago? Miss New York mm-hmm. was actually crowned Miss USA, and I was really surprised because her talent was. You ever seen the cup? Somebody yeah. do? Yeah, that's what she did. She sat on the stage oh, and did the cup thing. My God, to no. Pharrell's happy, and she won. <laughs> oh, shit. And we were all like Miss New York. We was like, oh am yeah. I, hey, am I allowed to curse? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah, cool. Talk yeah, freely. Cool. Yes. So let nice. me ask you this: Do you all have any children? No. no. Okay. So. I guess my question there is, I, I, like, I forgot my question when I said the curse thing. Hold on. That's okay. Give it's me like, a second. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to come to you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to come to me. Why? Because we were talking about talent and we were talking about... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like, would you all put your daughters in pageants? Absolutely. Uh, I could tell with you. Well, so, I did pageants growing up. <laughs> yeah, okay. I did a few com- yeah, I growing up. I think... I think it's just a part of I think it's I think I just think it's a good thing. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with them still calling it a pageant. Like that's just right. yeah, yeah. the tradition of it. I, I think it's a good thing. I don't really see, you know, and all these girls first of all, all these girls are extremely intelligent. They're all educated and they all have something else going for them mm-hmm. besides wearing bikinis and gowns and you know what I'm saying? They're yeah, all yeah, they're yeah. all beautiful, intelligent women. So I don't understand I just don't understand, and I'm just really upset. I mean, it's not like I mean, if if I had a daughter and she wanted to be a part of a pageant, yes, but it wouldn't be something I would suggest to yeah. her. Mm-hmm. No, I would much rather her do tap dancing. Granted, I mean, I know yeah. they get like scholarships and stuff like yeah. that, but I um, I don't know. I've always felt a little, little iffy about pageants and whatnot, and mm-hmm. and then and then how you know. How they are presented to younger girls and younger younger women, right. and yeah. what, what's that look like? And this perfection, and like you have it all together. Granted, there's nothing wrong with looking like you have it all together. Um, it's just I don't know. I yeah. I feel you know I'm half and half. I'm, yeah. You know it's, it's yeah yeah yeah. I'm not. It's okay. It's okay. You want to tangle this one last one? The Eagles versus Trump. Oh real quick. my gosh. <laughs> so I'm from Philly. Okay. Yes, and I've been an Eagles fan since birth. Yeah. And so, you know, the Eagles winning the Super Bowl was a big deal for yeah. me. I was there. I was home. It was awesome. Um, Trump decided, no. Well, so it was. It goes, the Eagles were like, most of them, a majority of them, 
decided they didn't want to go visit the White House. Mm -hmm. So, of course, in true uh, Trump fashion, Mm -hmm. he tweets, oh, um, we're canceling. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a clown. He says, we're canceling. We're canceling the event because... um, Something along the lines of like the players, all they did was kneel and they didn't yeah. respect the flag and the, and the military, which was interesting because none of them kneeled during the season. Like none no, of them. nobody kneeled on the team during the season. Yeah. Um, but he just tried to flip it and make it seem like it was his idea yeah. to cancel when what I've heard so far was like only maybe a few, like a handful of people were going to go. Yeah, they said like, like less than 10. Yeah, like, like the mascot players. didn't even want to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm just... Yeah, it's just it's disgusting. And then the mayor of, of Philly, um, Jim Kenney, you know, he basically was like, you know, Trump isn't patriotic. You know, his views are basically all I want is just, you know, crowd wise yeah. and, you know, popularity and whatnot. And I actually agree with him. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, as a social advocate and com- well, a community mm-hmm. advocate, right? Like, I really appreciated the comments that the mayor made. Yeah. I mean, those were, like, strong Agreed. and direct. Yeah. It was no, like, guessing and, well, what did he mean? You know what I'm saying? Right. And it didn't seem like he was worried about the repercussions of the words that were coming out of his mouth. And whenever a... Uh, a uh, white man does that, mm-hmm. like, you get all my respect because yeah. Yeah. we're putting that situation on a daily basis, especially with with us being in corporate America mm-hmm. and and you know the different uh, environments. Either you're in or you're out. Yeah. Right? Like this ain't the time to be gray. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? Oh, yes, like yes, like, yes, like exactly, either yeah. either you agree or you don't. You know. So um, because I need to know where you stand. Now we can still be friends, but I'm gonna compartmentalize you. Oh, absolutely. You know? So, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, right. so like, but I just need to know where mm. you like, where you like, where you, like, what what side of the table? Yeah, y'all? where you yeah. stand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was so, just... so I can make a fair decision absolutely. of how I want to move forward. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. I was just I had, like tweeted a whole story about how I have a, a coworker who I truly believe is racist, and how we were sitting. I was sitting. We were we have a meeting every week. A team mm-hmm. meeting and I was sitting across from him and every meeting we have to go around the room and say you know who, you know what are your wins you know what was so great about this week for you um so everybody's going around you know to talk it was Memorial Day week in the past one so everybody was like oh you know I had a picnic and everything cute gets to him and he's like oh you know I'm just really hyped off panda and everybody in the room is like what is he talking about and he's like you know panda 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 and I'm, everybody's still in the room like, what are you talking about? He looks right at me and says, oh, you should know this. And I'm looking like, what? And I, in my head, I knew that he was singing <laughs> yeah, yeah. Panda by Designer. But right. I was like, you are not going to get the satisfaction of knowing. <laughs> right. That I knew know, what, yeah, like, like, because, what you were talking I mean, about. I'm, yeah. the, I'm, the, I'm the, the youngest black girl in the room. Right. And he looked right at me and was like, yeah. you should know this. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, well, that's out of kind of, I really felt like you should know what that mean, what it was like. It just was weird. Yeah. So, I mean, like we had, we were cool at some point, but now I have to put him in a box mm-hmm. and I can only deal with him out only mm-hmm. with work. Like I don't want to have right. conversations with him because. So for the record, I'm careful with the word racist, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. did he show other things that was truly racist? Yes. Okay. And, and I'm other, not debating you. Yeah. I just, I just want to make sure for mm-hmm. the record, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, uh, understand that that situation could be also just a, uh, you know, sometimes they just don't know. Exactly. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, like what's right and what's wrong. And sometimes it's our place in a nice or unnice way to That's true. check them. The, the thing with this guy is that he makes like, um, like these comments. Uh, you know, one time I'm sitting, I have these exact same earrings on, just regular mm-hmm. hoops. He come, he come, we're sitting, I'm sitting at like outside with, you know, having lunch with some of my other coworker friends. He comes down, he's like, oh, I see you with your little ghetto bamboo earrings oh, on. Shoot. Ma'am. 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 Next subject. This is the same guy? Same guy. Same guy. I just got upset. All right. Yeah. We have to keep it going or the whole topic of this whole podcast is going to like shift. Yeah. The blood. Yes. All right. He's not even bamboo earrings. Done with him. You're canceled, coworker. Um, so we're going we gonna to jump right into this. So this, this series is going to be called For the Brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, like our show, I guess we kind of cater to 
the female, but we wanted our brothers to know that we support them and we care about them. Absolutely. So we took it, when we found out that June was Men's Health Month, we decided to do a series. And first it was just going to be about, you know, the physical, I guess, like, you know, as women, like that's what you see. You see a man, you see the physical. <laughs> right. So right. like, then we kind of had like an epiphany. We were like, there's more to men's health besides just the physical. So we're going to be tackling the physical, the mental, the spiritual, and the creative. Dope. So you Dope. are handling the physical aspects okay. of Dope. our Men's Health Month series. Yeah. So like, so what? how did your interest in physical wellness pretty much get started? Through sports solely. Okay. You know, uh, started off sports, and then it's turned into a, a physique thing because I was always undersized. So mm. it was always like to pass the, what we call in sports the eye test. You know, mm. especially with me playing football. So, okay. um, you know, I started to have some success with football, but I always had to go like the hard route. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. because you know, like even in high school, like my mom was scared that I was going to get hurt and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And then it took me really shining for her to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> you, know? you know, We got something here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, I was still undersized, but I was doing my thing because during that time, you know, you had your like TOs and all of that kind of stuff. The cats were like... Six foot four, two eighty five, playing receiver. You know, mm-hmm. and of course I'm exaggerating, but like <laughs> um, me, you know, I was like, you know, the under six foot, you know, under one hundred eighty five pounds. You mm. know what I'm saying? And like they weren't really accepting the speedy, shifty type of receiver at the time. You know, okay. so so that kind of really shifted after I left college. You know what I'm saying? So okay. I dealt with that from high school. Then going into college, I was a buck forty four when I went. The AT and play for AT. Wow. You know, so is... I end up coming out like 180. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So okay. I gained a, a, a good amount of weight. And then because I was always like, I guess, uh, fit or cut, you know, it just yeah. looked more defined. So I looked even bigger than what that was, you know. And then it was time to go into, uh, you know, I guess post college sports and all of that kind of stuff. And then, you know, the eye test was everything then because, again, like these NFL receivers weren't weren't my size at mm-hmm. like at the time. Mm-hmm. Me and Deshaun Baker, who was like, uh, not Deshaun Baker, dang, that's South Carolina. He just came to my house the other day. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shout out uh, to you, Deshaun yeah, Baker. Yeah, 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 Baker, Baker, what up? He, uh, <laughs> he uh, retired his jersey, I think, at South Carolina State, though. He was a running back. Wow. But, um, yeah, so, uh, dang, what's his name? Deshaun with the Eagles. He just uh, left the Eagles. Come on. Uh, Philly? I'm Are you not, really from Philly? Don't do this to me. Don't uh, do this. I am really drawing a blank right now. Okay, yeah. So me too. But anyways, me and him were the exact mm. same same size, right? Mm. When we both came out of college, I think he came out the same year or the year before me or something. But he was like that first like small receiver to really get that true shot and and on a high level. I feel like okay. you know what I'm saying, Jackson. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So um, so. Like, there was, like, years. So, again, my answer is it was a physique thing to cater to the world that I wanted to be in, which was sports. Okay. Okay. You know? So, like, what do you think are some of the key aspects that really stop men from, I guess, reaching their physical wellness? Like, what are, what are some of those key aspects? Easy. They try to go too hard too too early. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. uh, when I'm training my, my clients, um, you know, it, I... I have to let them know that I'm all about the process. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I have to meet them where, where they are, but give them that push and then also give them those small wins along the way. You know what I'm saying? So I tell anybody, male or female, right? Like, don't go out tomorrow and say, I want to start running and then try to run for like four miles. Facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> because because Been mentally, there, did that. you're going to be able to push yourself, yeah. right? But then... That third or fourth day when you start to be sore, it's going to be harder to mentally like tap into, dang, I'm, I have to push myself to do four because I did four. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like yeah. start on the treadmill. You know what I'm saying? Let's just start walking. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then pick up the pace. And then when you start beasting this treadmill, boom, let's start now walk, jog outside. Because that heat could, could, could kick your butt, you right. know, you know what I'm saying. Right. So, and then if you go too hard outside, and then you really feel tired, then when you tired from coming home from work and you trying to work out again, you go. It's it's gonna be easy to convince yourself, like yo, like nah, I do it tomorrow, right? And then tomorrow turns into what. Another day, mm-hmm. and then another day. The next thing you know, you New Year's Eve, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. doing the same thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's why. But also, like in like in my training, I only train professional athletes. And when I was doing clients, I was training clients who a were, were willing to pay upfront, mm-hmm. right? So like the concept was, hey, um, 
I ask for my funds up front for like for the month, and mm-hmm. that creates a commitment for not only you but for but for me because I have to fulfill it. Right, right. You right. Know? That's true. So like you have to you have to be stra- uh, kind of strategic, and then for a while I really enjoyed doing women who were getting married. Because mm. oh, women yeah. who were getting married, like they were focused. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't oh, have yeah. time to babysit, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of these Instagram fit fit like fitness people <laughs> mm-hmm. and the people who doing these boot these boot camps is stealing these people monies. You know what I'm saying? Because it's so much technique and form that also goes into the workouts that also will allow you to have the level of results that you actually seek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I feel you. Do you do you think there's like a difference between those aspects when it comes to? Black males and white males? That's a good question. Hmm. Ask me in a different way, just so I can understand exactly where you're coming from. Well, I guess, you know, like, I mean, you know, we're all the same, but there is a physical difference when it comes to, besides color, when it comes to, you know, the male, when it comes to a white male versus a black male. Yeah. But I think that there's certain, well, let me not say, like, I'm guessing that there has to be some type of factor that, um... I guess that pretty much stops the black male from becoming physically fit versus the white male. And that could be um, where you live or, you know, your job, your stress level, like those things like that. Do you think there's a difference? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's hard to like really talk in facts, though. Okay. You know, okay. um, and I just don't want to say something just just to say something. If I got you. The uh, the original direction I thought you was going is the context of like our physiques and our athletic ability you okay. know what I mean so like in sports some mm. some sometimes majority of the time right and not talking about professional sports because once you get up there every, every, like everybody's good right mm-hmm. but just growing up right you always assume that the black person is the fastest one on the mm. team you know um you 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 like you assume that the uh the black person is going to be the most like athletic mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff so that shifts the dynamic of how they even joke, you know, mm. with like, and how they have to sometimes think that they have to train, you know, and then it does create a barrier too because uh, we train different now. Like, I'm not training to get faster. I'm training to uh, get something else out of like out of this. So like, they can sometimes like even with football teams, right? Mm-hmm. Like we hear all all the time in high school, and it bothers me at times, but at times it could be true, right? Like. The, like, all right, so the white coach is going to tell his white team, hey, we about to play against this black school. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're better than us. Yes, but, <laughs> but, but we're going to be more disciplined. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like, we're going to do the little, little, the little things, you know, to set us apart, you know? And then, mm-hmm. you know, so like those are the, those are differences, you know, that I think conversations are often had, yeah. especially mm-hmm. in the sports, the sports where whether it's a basketball team or or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I have another. Going back to when you saying you were playing sports, and once you had stopped playing college sports, was it still? Was it an easy transition for you to continue your like workout regimen and whatnot, or like did you ever find yourself like kind of like in a in a middle ground, a gray area, like? Nah. So like like working out was like a was like the thing that I did. Like like I lived and breathed like working out, but that was also because I wanted to be the best. Gotcha. So now what I did find was post college and post I guess uh professional sports was like I didn't like going to a YMCA in a regular gym. Like I like I didn't enjoy going to the fitness connections and all of that kind of stuff where my friends now who all of a sudden have this passion to get fit you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. like because like I always grew up like the main one in like in my crew who was the most fit yeah but now you know and this is a great thing right like a lot of young professional men are in the gym hard now yeah. you know That's and uh, it, it was interesting because when they were kind of getting their physique up, Right, I was dropping off because I no longer had anything to train for. Oh, uh, okay. So what okay. I realized was I don't like lifting weights. I like training, right? Okay. And that was a struggle for years for me to understand. What's the difference? What's the difference between weight? I mean, so when you're training, are you? Yeah. Is it like all just Perfect. body? Did did, uh, did 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 y'all used to watch uh, the the uh, the game? Yes. Okay, prime example, right? Derwin Davis. I joke on this all the time. Y'all remember Derwin Davis? <laughs> yeah. Right? He had muscles, right? Right. But he had no traps. Right? Uh. So, so, so he was a product of, a, of an actor playing a uh, role as a football player, but his physique didn't resemble didn't 
an actual football player. See, we need you know? more people like so, you. Because I would have never even thought <laughs> yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. So I always joke my uh, clients and my homies, like, uh, tonight, uh, every Wednesday, I have Fuck Your Chest Wednesday, like, uh, Wednesday. And it's and, and it's in my garage. It started off with just me and my homeboy, Mike Farmer, and then, like, friends start seeing me posted, and it's like, yo, I'm sliding through, I'm sliding through. Like, I'm probably going to have, like, six cats, like, at my crib tonight. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, like, waiting on me. I had to push it back because I usually start at 730. So, like, um, but it's like, Fuck Your Chest Wednesday, like, uh, Wednesdays mm-hmm. and like you know I have them do shrugs you know what I'm saying because oh, it's like yo like we aren't gonna have no Derwin Davises you know you know, <laughs> you, you, know you know what I'm saying so um, the concept is is it's basically it's guys who go and do static lifting right which okay. is your curls 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 for the girls okay. right it yeah. does nothing for your body on a functional level uh, right, right. Um, squats squats are static yeah they they make your legs get bigger but they but that doesn't increase your your speed your agility, your functionality, your ability to move. If you get too stiff lifting, you can actually get hurt if you play sports. So that's why you looking fit does not mean that you're an athlete. Uh-huh. Right? right, so I train to always look like an athlete walking down like down the street. I don't want to look like a muscle, gotcha. right? Mm. So it's beach muscles and then it's physique. You know, that's true. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I actually yeah. do see a lot of like, yeah, yeah, yeah stiff. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Like, uh, yes. see, like, I'm the cat. Like, and then this is the other thing. Like, I'm very strong for like for my body size. Like, pound pound for pound. Like, all my crew like knew it. Growing like growing up and on the teams and all of that kind of stuff. Like, I lifted with guys who were way bigger than me. So I didn't like going to a regular gym lifting the way I lift. And then the amount of and the amount I lift and people talking to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. like I like to just be in, be in my own space. You know, that's why I built my own garage gym. Yeah. You know, yeah. because I like to do what I want to do to to look to look at the physique. But I went from football working out to now NASCAR. Right, so yeah. I'm in NASCAR now, and um, like it was a different type of workout because they were just learning how to cater to to athletes coming into the sport. So there's their weightlifting like programs weren't up to par. You know, it was that men's health and no pun to the topic, but that mm-hmm. men's health magazine like workout. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And like that's not functional. That's not gonna translate not only to the what I wanted, but to the uh performance that goes into being a part of a pit crew. You know? So wow. I I invent- I eventually, you know what I'm saying, got asked to be the sports performance coach of my NASCAR team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's where we started to shift and cater to these guys who were coming in. I mean, we had guys who played for the Steelers. We had guys who played for the Titans. We had guys who 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 uh, swimmed. Who you know, like all these different athletes, like uh, base, baseball, college baseball, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And you're trying to um, put us in a sport that's requiring us to be stronger, faster, and more agile, right? Right. But you're doing this stuff that's making us stiff and uh, and look like we're strong. Wow. You know? My mind is blown right you now. You literally yeah. answered my next yeah. question. My next question was literally, <laughs> as a NASCAR pit crew coach and trainer, like, is there a difference in the way that you train versus, you know what I'm saying, NASCAR yeah. pit crew versus other athletes? So, yeah. Yeah, answer yeah. Answer that question. Definitely. So, like, NASCAR is crazy because all of the movement patterns are patterns that me as an athlete, though, I never had to be in. Okay. So it was a lot of issues with a lot of guys who've been playing professional sports. Like they come in and they see these um, these pit crew members who majority of them are car, are car, car, Caucasian, right? Mm-hmm. And they aren't athletes. Mm-hmm. So we we kind of come we kind of like size them up and like oh yeah we can do this right right but it's but the movement patterns are so like unique that like you still got to respect the sport and the skill that goes into it but once we catch up then we ultimately end up becoming better and faster mm-hmm. okay yeah, this is blowing my mind because I actually I had a trainer and he was making us lift a lot and I mean mm-hmm. it was nice but I mean it's different now that what yeah. you just said to me yeah. it, it kind of makes a lot of sense yeah I, I just. Yeah, I yeah. Was. <laughs> yeah, like like I cannot like like one of the best ways, and this is for everyone who is listening. One of the best ways to know if you got a real real trainer is what he does the first few days. Mm-hmm. If he's throwing you on a bunch of ways and he don't know nothing about you, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get you hurt, oh or gosh. he's gonna get you like disinterested. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which- like I I charge a pretty penny because I know what I'm doing and I, and I know I'm better than the average person. That so if you're gonna work 
with me, you got to meet me halfway by making that investment and coming in like 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 letting me know that you're investing your time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so something to think about. Yeah. So with your training, does that also um, is it training and nutrition, or no, is that a no. th- that's a different no, aspect different, of it? Different. Yeah. Okay. I am not qualified to talk on that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I am not qualified, and, and I don't even fake it. You know. I feel so, you. So um, of course. I have specific client, clients who may have needs, right, that I can answer, you know, but I don't try to talk uh, on a public plat- like platform about it. Okay. Because to me, that's disrespectful to the ones who actually have been to school, studied it, got certified, all of that yeah. kind of stuff, you yeah. know? True yeah. That. So yeah. I got you. So do you think it's important for, like, the ladies to keep their partner in check when it comes to physical fitness? Like, you know, you got a lot of females out here be like, well, I'm not going to talk to a man unless he's benching, you know, 400 and... Well, that can't be That fair. sounds... That, that sounds crazy to me you, because like you got a you lot ain't of even gonna know like you, you ain't you ain't you ain't even gonna know if he can bench that yeah, like you, you how you gonna know you got a lot of females that would I guess like they'll base it I guess right. off the physical yeah. so then when you get which is with cool which is which is which is cool you know like everybody has their preference like people think like people thought for the longest because I was a, a fitness guy right that I wanted a very fit woman mm-hmm. you, you know. Um, <laughs> You know, I have a story, you I, know. I, I think that about all things. I'll be like, if he's right. small, I'll be like, he nah, probably, nah, nah, probably nah. want to fit, girl. Nah, yeah. nah. I think and, that all and, the uh, time. And I can, I, can, I, like, I can say this freely. Like, I've always liked soft, curvy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I've never been, like, the, like, into the chick who worked out just as much as me in the same way that I work out. You can, uh, you can work out just, just, like, just as much as me and be fit versus muscular. You right. know what I'm saying? So that so that's just not my preference, but I got a lot of homies who love that. Yeah. But I've always had to like when people try to set like set me up with other people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like they'll always try to, you know, I'd be like, yo, like just just let you know, like that's not really my thing. Yeah, you know? I got you. Well, I got you. Looking you know? like a she-hawk. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yo, I would never forget this situation. I would never forget this situation. Tell us, like, tell us. Like uh it was uh, in, uh, intimate times, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And uh, she walked away, and her back was so strong. <laughs> and I, oh, man, it, it messed me up. It, it messed me up. Okay. Like, like, like the front wasn't like crazy, mm-hmm. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of course she was fit, clearly, right? But she walked away, and her back muscles were like, boom. And I was like, dang. <laughs> and I, like, I didn't know until, uh, until that moment that like, yo, like, that ain't this that ain't, ain't that ain't, ain't it. That, that ain't me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is hilarious. Now I told that story to my homies before, and they were like, "Like, what's wrong with like, you?" Yeah, like, like, yo, that's sexy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, they really tripping over here. Yeah. <laughs> like, this ain't no fake laughing. Because like, it's I'm, funny. Like, serious though. Because I'm literally picturing like, like, yeah. like, like mm, yeah. you know no, what? Um, yeah. Like, you gonna call me? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Damn, you so nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I never forget that. (laughs) So, like, as a family man, sometimes you kind of—is it hard to really keep up with your, you know, with your fitness regimen? Sometimes NASCAR saved me because it was the transition out of football that still kept me active, but it hurt me. Mm -hmm. So, like, from me going from from football to NASCAR in the past two years, two to three years, I lost twenty pounds. So currently, like right, like right now, I'm twenty pounds less than what I was when I went into the sport. So, but I'm now because I've gotten back strong in my own regiment. You know, yeah. um, my my physique is coming back, which has also I've just noticed like casually, like so. My whole life I've had that sports kind of physique, right? So, yeah. um, it was even certain attention that I didn't know subconsciously I was used to getting as a result of my physique, and then I noticed that like. Of course, you know, because uh, I think I'm a cool dude, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, of course, I was still being engaged and having good interactions with people, but I noticed, like, for instance, like, I, I, I would be beside another cat who, like, uh, 
Look swole But ain't really that strong You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying And mm-hmm. people make a, com- a comment to him And then I'll just be like Oh alright You gotta put your tongue At the body Oh uh, yeah. yeah You know what I'm saying Oh go That's what it is Alright so you ain't gonna say You know what I'm saying And I wasn't used to Like used to that So now I'm getting back To my physique um, but that was also because the direction of the programming that my uh, team ended up shifting to was CrossFit style. Okay. And oh CrossFit style isn't my thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you know, and no knock to it, but that's just not my, like, speed because the situation is it, it was targeting calories, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to gain and, main, and maintain the calories that took me years to keep and get. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. each workout was based on you burning X amount of calories. Like that defeats the whole thing of what I'm trying to do. Right. right. So um, that that really hurt me because uh, I noticed a big difference because I transitioned from kind of the team that I'm with. I'm still kind of in a great, a great, a great area. But um, like I like I noticed the moment I stepped, I stepped away and I got back on my workout plan and and what I know works and makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've noticed my physique has been coming back. Okay. So, cool. Yeah. I actually have another question. Yeah. This is kind of this on topic, but is okay, there okay. are there any like um workout accessories that you would maybe consider like a gimmick or whatever? I see a lot of people using different things like, oh, I need to try this. Yeah. You know, if you get in the yeah. gym, you use this, you can. You know, I'm, I'm not a hater. Like, I'm like, I'm <laughs> a cat. I like, I'm how the you, cat. I like how you preface that. You know like, first saying? of all, I'm not a hater. Like, I'm, I'm the cat. Like, if you tell me something that's going on with, like, let's say I'm mad cool with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you tell me something that's going on with your uh, boyfriend, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm not, and, and I... Could agree with everything that you're saying. Like, I'm not gonna tell you that I agree with everything you're saying. I like, get it. You know, I get feel it. me. So, like, I'm gonna say that in the stuff that just is clear as day as a gimmick, mm-hmm. right? Um, the Bowflex. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Honestly, like, I, didn't, I like I've never seen anybody just keep just have it and keep using it for years. I always see That's it like true. being sold and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nah. I, I mean, I think things. It's a lot of things that work when you supplement it well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I don't, I don't like how people try to make this one thing the thing oh, I get to it. reach your goal. I asked that because someone gave me one of the mask things. Oh yeah, so so those oh, are yeah. those are dope. Like like those are dope. But why are you why are you using that? I have no right. idea. So like <laughs> I feel like people saw like you know Bane and then they was like, oh this yeah. gonna be cool. Nah, so that's actually a a dope accessory if you're using it for the right reason. Mm-hmm. So like for instance, uh, when I graduated from high school, I moved to Aspen, Colorado. Mm-hmm. I, I mean not uh high not high school but college. Um, because what I did was I. Lost interest in football from A&T because we started losing a lot. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, um, and I took a job that was in Aspen. Mm-hmm. But before I left for Aspen, I got invited to this all-star game with other like uh, seniors, okay. right? Oh, okay. And uh, I was around guys who were getting drafted. And I was like, yo, shoot, I think I can play on the next, the next level. And then that re-sparked my interest mm-hmm. right into playing. So I went up to Aspen working for this firm, right? But then realizing that uh, I still had a passion. So I just started training just to train. I'll never forget my first day in those mountains training. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do nothing crazy, but I almost died because of the altitude. It's a different yeah, it's elevation. Different out there. So that's what that does, right? Yeah. Oh. You can put on the, the different pieces and it changes the yeah. amount of air that you can get in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So so that's one reason for it. And then it's for high profile athletes who want to just increase their their uh lung uh their lung capacity. Okay. Okay. I had no. I it was gifted to me. I was like, "This is cool." Yeah, yeah. I have no no yeah. reason. It's a, it's a it's a like like that's an advanced level accessory. So right. whoever gave it to you, you probably know that they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> you know, you know, okay. Because like, why would you just give it to you and yeah. then walk away? Yeah, I was like, "Hey, you want one of these?" I'm like, "I mean, yeah." yeah. Right. I mean, I seen yeah. it on Instagram. Why yeah. not? You know. Yeah. And now it's collecting dust in right. my house. Exactly. <laughs> Let me get that though. Well, hold on now. Let me get that. Uh, 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 <laughs> 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 No, I just you, told you you I'm emotionally attached professional to it. Professional advice. It's in my house. I'm emotionally attached to it. Like. With, all, with all that dust. Yeah, with all that dust. <laughs> <laughs> with all that dust. I'm going to yeah. ask you a month from now, like, are you still using that, uh, Yo, you know, whatever? Yeah. Don't violate me. Like, you know, I'm just saying. Not on air. Not on no. air. <laughs> not, on, not on the air. Please. Hey, next time you go over to her house, right. slide it in the purse. Uh, 
and I'm a de- <laughs> you, know, you ain't gonna go to the I'm like, man, where's my If you call me mask? and ask for it back, I will bring it back. I'll be like, you know what, you can have it, man. You know? All right, okay. Appreciate it. <laughs> you don't really I'll want give, it. I'll give you the elevation, man. You don't really want it, sis. You're right, I don't. I have so, no use for it. <laughs> so, I guess, uh, like, last question is I mean, you do a lot within the community. What did you call yourself earlier? A community, what did you call What did he say? Advocate? Yes, you're a community advocate, not right. so much a fitness advocate. So, And you do a lot. Yeah. So talk to us about some of the programs that you've pretty much initiated. Man, so, um, you know, when I kind of prefaced the uh, Aspen move, right? So mm-hmm. I, moved, I moved out to Aspen. I worked for a firm, landscape ar- architecture firm. It was actually the number one firm in the nation at the time, and I was the first black landscape architect to work for the firm. So wow. it was an opportunity that, like, I couldn't just quit or walk away from, mm-hmm. you know, because the CEO who hired me and brought me on saw a lot in me, you know, and he's still a mentor to me to this day, okay. uh, Kurt Coperson. But um, anyways, uh, that was also around the time when the economy hit, mm-hmm. right? Oh, so, yeah. um, you know, uh, and at A&T, I ran for SGA president, right? right? And my platform was time, taking initiative, like moving officially. The concept was I was doing all, like, all, like, all of these things. And on campus, I started being known for doing a lot of things well, mm-hmm. right? I grew up where that was like a gift and a curse because my mm. mom used to put me in a lot of stuff because she recognized that I was gifted. Yeah. And I just wanted to play with my homies. I just wanted to go to practice. I just wanted to keep life simple. But she yeah. put me in piano. She put me in this. I was in art camps. I was mm. doing all of this stuff. Fostering my talents, you know. So now I'm very thankful for it. But fast forward to uh, to uh, uh, Aspen, the economy hit, and I wanted to also start to uh, uh, c- to continue to serve my community, mm-hmm, right? right? So I took time and turned it into a non uh, non uh, non profit with my uh, okay. line brother in my back, Lawrence Ali. And then uh, when I got laid off, um, that brought me back to Charlotte. Right. Um, So when I came back to Charlotte, then I brought on another guy named Sam Evans. And then we started Time. Time Mm -hmm. Foundation is the name, the name of it. And we are actually coming on our 10 year anniversary. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. So uh, we focus on the five states of readiness, mental, physical, emotional, uh, financial and spiritual. So you kind of had hit on it. You know what I'm saying? So the concept is this with our programming. Right. No matter who we serve and who like whoever is our target uh, type of demographic, uh, no one person is Gucci in all five states of readiness. Exactly. If 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 I create a programming that hits on all those five states, right, I'm going to connect with each one of those people who are a part of it because somebody is lacking in one of those areas, right? Okay. So if you're mentally in a great uh, great place and financially you're in a great place, maybe spiritually, you know, you've mm-hmm. kind of been falling off, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, so it's a concept of always just evaluating where you are in life and, and, and always trying to become better for the next day. Right. So we've been able to do a lot of things from summits. We had the largest uh, youth, youth summit in uh, yeah. Charlotte, grade seven through 12. We hosted that independence for the past three years um, for boys. We started off doing girls actually, okay. you know, um, and, uh, that kind of grew into its own organization. So, you know, um, that's just how successful that platform kind of be, uh, kind of be, uh, became. And But that was the hardest business for me because that was a nonprofit. Yeah. And then building a board and learning, like, what all of that looks like. But then also, of course, you know, I started, I bought uh, the Next Level brand to Charlotte, mm-hmm. um, Next Level Queen City, which uh, we do, we, uh, we do uh, uh, entertainment and marketing yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. And then from that, that naturally put me in a production space where then I started doing, like, festivals and concerts and, and being consultants to, like, Millicores and all oh, of these cool. brands that are come to Charlotte. At CIAA, I was a partner with them. Mm-hmm. Started doing different things, you know, yeah. with their step shows and all of that kind of stuff. Their fan fest, um, and then what else? Uh, and then fitness, sports. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, I I I have my hands in a lot of places, um, but it was as a result of back in that 2008 2009 area just hoping that one of those things would take off mm. yeah. you know yeah. so it was so it was so it was like look the nightlife in Charlotte was lacking for young professionals right mm-hmm. and I was like look man I'm gonna just throw my own party I hit up my boy Herc who started the next level brand in Green and Green and Greensboro then we became partners yeah. you know and then that's how that happened I was just needing those few dollars from here and there you know and then the non-profit like that was just always that thing because when I was in Aspen like on a financial 
financial level, I was I was good. Mm-hmm. But I still wanted to give back because I knew I was good at programming, you know, and I was good at getting the community to kind of support the things that I put out there. You know, they yeah. they 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 trusted me to put on uh, quality type of uh, um, initiatives. You know, okay. we've done stuff for single mothers. I've worked with charter schools. I've done a lot of stuff there. And, um, you know, so it's just been a blessing. But all of that stuff was out of necessity. And now we're looking at where we are now. And I have like four or five businesses. Yeah. But it was a result of me just wanting one of those. Mm-hmm. You know, there was yes. a point where I was like homeless, you know. Um, and this was like, like not just the recession point, but this was like maybe four or five years ago, right? Mm. And I was sleeping on uh, one of my fraternity brother's couches, you know? And I slept on his couch as a result of the reality of, like, getting tired of sleeping in the car right. or, or bouncing from house to house, yeah. if that makes yeah. any sense, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, like, one New Year's Eve, I would never forget my best friend and now his wife and then my brother. Uh, I can't remember if his lady was uh, there at the time, but uh, they all called me. It was like, hey, man, you want to go out? I ain't really want to go out. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of in a space where it was like, man, like I got to figure out what's next. You know what I'm saying? Like I was waking up every day uh, just getting on my computer and trying to make something happen. And uh, so I went out and I went went home early. You know what I mean? Uh, And then like a week later, I had been putting out like different stuff for all my different businesses and everything. I literally got a call about all of my different businesses. In the same week, in some capacity. That's so beautiful. with Next Level, it was our first year becoming a partner with CIAA. I got confirmed about that with yeah. Charlotte Greek Picnic. I started that a few years ago, right? Uh, Pepsi had called and confirmed that they was going to be a sponsor for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then I got pulled on to a charter school. I helped the charter school get built here in Charlotte uh, in an executive level, you yeah. know? Um, and then I got another contract, you know, for a football team. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So all of this stuff happened, like, in the same week when it looked like nothing was going to happen. Yeah. Then I started consulting with, with communities and schools with their Man Up Summits and different things there, you know? So, and the crazy thing about that is I had applied for a uh, position with co- with communities in, uh, in schools as an employee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah. And I made it to the last round, and I didn't get it. Mm. Wow. And, but then I came on, but then I got another call from a different department where they brought me on as a consultant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which yeah. allowed me to be flexible with everything else that I was doing. Mm-hmm. God knows what he's doing. You that's know right. what I'm saying? That's right. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, so that's everything I do. And like, yo. We in a beautiful place now. Yeah. Life is good. good. That's good. I am just blown away by that story. I know. Really, really. Yeah. Yeah. Because even getting out and whatnot, you know, sometimes when you are feeling kind of down and you don't, you're like, man, I ain't trying to hang out with nobody. Right. And you go out and you never know who you you meet. You know, just even starting this podcast with Sherelle, I've met met so many people who I never thought I'd have access to because we're doing this now. So I definitely understand your story. Yeah, I would never forget one of my guys, he played for the Colts at a time. He wanted me to go out and. And uh, he tried to tell me that, uh, you know, like I should go out. And I and I was like, nah, 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 man. So one day he scooped, he scooped me up from the crib. And uh, I was like, man, it's just hard for me to go out, man, with me knowing that my life isn't in a place mm-hmm. like where it needs to be. And then he was like, look, man, if, if you can't afford to uh, spend one day you know what I'm saying? Like having fun and enjoying and enjoying life. Then, then you didn't do nothing the other five days or six days. That's right. You know. That's so right. So like mm-hmm. he and that comment, he taught me the importance of balance, right? And enjoying life and finding ways to enjoy life even when times seem really, really, really hard. Facts. You yes. know, yes. like like don't get in the slump and then isolate yourself. Even though isolation is very key to the process yeah. but you gotta know when to come out of isolation mm-hmm. you know it's almost like fasting yeah. Yeah. so like you need to know when to fast from people and when not to fast from right. people right. you know what I mean absolutely so, yeah there's somebody that I'm going to make sure hears that. Okay. Like, as he was talking, I was like, I'm thinking there's, there's somebody in my head. I'm like, they need to hear that I exact feel, I feel like he's statement. talking to me. Exactly. <laughs> like mm-hmm. talk- so we're going to go ahead and get into our midday thought so we can go ahead and wrap up. Yeah. Because, oh, you know, my yeah, I know, my I know, we, I know we look like- at it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we asked our listeners this week, um, which of your, of the, wait, what was the question again? Which black, <laughs> <laughs> so it was, which black artist did your parents listen to when you were a child that you absolutely oh, yeah. love yes. listening to now? Yes. Yeah. 
We got a few. Okay. We got a few. I'm going to run through them real quick. Mm-hmm. So, GoldenEye360 said Tina Marie and uh, Anita Baker, Stevie Wonder, Zap and Roger, Lisa Stein. You didn't like any of these as a kid? Earth, Wind and Fire, Sarah Vaughn. Ooh. Both of my parents are music heads, so this list could go on forever. Mm. Uh, Poopa said John Coltrane, Miles Davis, The Police. Okay. Jimi Hendrix That's different My dad and I uh, Love to drunkenly Air guitar to Jimmy Sade Jay-Z um, Maxwell The list is endless uh, Malik the Geek Said James Brown The Campbellism Podcast What up dude Said Luther Vandross um, Beat by Dot E Says Sade Erica Badu Lauren Hill Monica Brandy 112 Luther Otis Redding Aretha you can you can you can you can you can tell the generation yeah, exactly you know like, I'm, like, I'm like, reading it like because it went from Luther to Brandy yeah, you know like what I'm saying like, yo, I'm like Brandy? Erica yeah. Badu yeah, really he like that though he like yeah, that you're right. yeah, like, <laughs> I forget how old I am <laughs> yeah. he like that like underscore I'm just Mary underscore said Jeffrey Osborne Anita Baker the OJ's Temptations okay. Marvin Gaye the Osley yeah. Brothers Keith Sweat too but I still can't. I, I still can't with Keith Sweat with his wine and behind. True. True that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then St. Juwan said, I think my mama had a crush on 50 Cent because she doesn't care for gangster rap, but she still watches his shows and film. But we, wait. Yeah, his shows are good, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Power? Yes. It's coming back. Like, I'm ready. Night? I'm yeah, ready. Yes. Yeah. But we bumped Get Rich or Die Trying Religiously, Miss Lauren Hill, Drew Hill, Jodeci, Ready for the yeah. World, D'Angelo. These are the Prince. younger yeah. side of yeah. the, the uh, See, millennial. My yeah. my list is, is older because my you know my my, yeah. my folks are from Philly, so it was the Philly sound. Yeah. You know, so the OJs, the Temptations, Smokey right. Robinson and the Miracles, the Dells, yeah. the Delphonics. Yeah. Yeah. Melvin and the Blue Notes I could go on and on and I on. pretty much listened to all those Because it was like Growing up I really wasn't allowed To listen to rap Unless it was like Edited version Or yeah. it was like You know yeah. Like crisscross Or something like that mm-hmm. So I was good with them But now it's like <laughs> My dad used to like Really listen to jazz Growing up I used to be so yeah. bored But now Yeah, yeah I like, love it don't you Yeah, yeah. my fr- yeah. Like don't leave the club With me or leave out with me Because like You're not going to be Bumping to Gucci man We're going to be listening right. To Boney James yeah. We're right. going to be listening To you know Saying Grover <laughs> yeah. Washington Like right. Kenny G Stuff like that Yeah. So it's more so the jazz aspect yeah. for me that I like listening to now. My yeah. my like my parents would say definitely Luther, mm-hmm. fat and skinny. There's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a difference. All right. Whitney pre yes. pre crack. Yeah, right? oh, you know man. what I'm saying. Come on. No, no, no. That wasn't a stab, but like you know, like if you heard her music, did change. It, yeah, it, it changed. It, it changed. It definitely changed. It changed. You know what I'm saying. And then uh, Gerald. Gerald, Gerald Levert. Levert. Oh. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, That was a good yeah. one. That's a good so, one. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. And, and those are still my favorite. Like, those are in my, like, playlist. Like, yeah. Like, right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. So. All right. Oh, yeah. So... We really thank you for coming on. So yo, much. this was dope, yo. Yeah. Like, like y'all, y'all's personalities yeah. like work well with each other. Yeah. 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 Thank you, thank you. Thank yeah. you. So, like, tell our folks, like, tell the listeners where they can find you at on social media platforms. Yeah, so Curtis Walls, boom. Just everything, Curtis Walls. Everything, Curtis Walls, See? and then from there you can go to my website and and then. Just stay abreast to what's going on, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, you know, we got some dope, some dope stuff. We're doing a brunch series at Lofton Cellar. I mean, we're doing day parties, you know, from a next, uh, next, uh, next level perspective. And they follow the next level QC to, to get all that information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. my nonprofit is Time to Empower. Okay. My uh, next level is Next Level QC. And then we started a dope platform that I would love to come back and talk about, which is called Our Weekend, Own, Unite, and Revive. So it's a new festival that we oh. launched, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And then like a uh, part of it is called the Black Excellence Ball. So we hosted the first year. Mm-hmm. It was mad dope. Okay. So, Sounds yeah. dope. Okay. Yeah. Sounds dope. Sounds dope. I'm with it. We'd yeah. love to have you come back. Sure. Talk about all those things. Can I? Well, can I get an invite? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, that yeah. pretty much is it. Like, we'll talk about that all day. You know? Like, <laughs> nah, but y'all, are, but y'all are dope, yo. Thank so. you. Thank you yeah. so Thank much. You. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Yeah. You got I, anything I, else, sis? I don't. I'm going to just go ahead and say this stuff. You got it. Okay. You got this. Follow us on all our social media. Twitter is Head Rap Pod. Yup. Instagram is Head Raps and Lipsticks. Check out our Facebook page, Head Raps and Lipsticks, the podcast. You can find us on our website too, www.headrapsandlipsticks.com. You can listen to all the episodes up there. We're on a lot of things iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. If you want to hit us up, sponsorship, if you want to be on the show, We'll have to think about it. Yeah. Head wraps we'll and, <laughs> and lipsticks at gmail.com. Right. Exactly. All the time. You they don't know. get that. They don't, they don't understand it. No. They don't get it. <laughs> That's it, guys. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for coming, Curtis. We really appreciate yes. it. Yes. Peace out. See right. ya.